When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog Space The final frontier These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise Its continuing mission To explore strange new worlds To seek out new life and new civilizations To boldly go where no one has gone before our second episode intro. of our two-parter covering intro <laughs> season eight season seven episode eight attached with guy brought random and paul tompkins and we had <laughs> such a good time with everybody tampkins. that we <laughs> fuck off it's not tampkins it is it should no. it should it should be it, it shouldn't be but it is it's the last name that you just des- deserve you hear before you die it's It's the last name you need but not the one you deserve paul f tampkins it really is please stay tuned he says you know he called himself tamping right after (laughs) the second partner of the two-parter with guy brandon paul tompkins and and paletanki paletanki um so they do go down to planet spread and they go don't down. go where they thought they were going to go. They end up in a prison, and they're linked psychically. Sucks. Why? Mm-hmm. Never I had one of those days where you beam It remains down a mystery to this day. And you appear in a prison linked up mentally with your BFF slash crush. I, I, I'll, I'll, <laughs> Paul, you go first. Okay. Uh, yes. And oh, okay. I don't like it. Um, here's my question. If you are holding what? someone captive, is it mm. the best move to, to link them psychically? It's a care kit. They were like, it here's feels your like the kind link. of thing that would happen with me going live on Twitch. It's like, I'd be like, okay, I can hear myself in my, in my headphones. Twitch can hear me, but I'm psychically linked to my neighbor. <laughs> I don't know how it happens, but it's the way it works. Because it seems like something insane like that. Like they're the they're they're new Twitch live streamers. That's how their that's how their captivity works. They probably never take anybody captive. So they've their technology is like, well, we can't unlink the psychic <laughs> link thing from the prison thing. Yeah. We don't know how to do that yet. Well, we have to take them captive. So okay, I guess put them in a prison and they're psychically linked. <laughs> Who would you psychically link with? Whoever's in the prison with me. Okay. Or just like, who would I want to psychically link with? Yeah, yeah for sure. I don't, I don't think it's like, who would you end up psychically linked with? Yeah, no, we're not asking what's going to happen to you. Yeah, this we're is asking- like pie in the sky. Okay. <laughs> Easily my boyfriend, because not for romantic reasons. But Alive or dead, anyone from history. It would be easier to like live your daily, daily life when, because you know how like, do you guys have the thing where, um, oh my God, 
we have a guest. Oh my God. God, there he is. God is here. Hello, good to be here. Um, Tompkins, fucking dapper even on a podcast. Well, I knew we were going live to Twitch. Guy Bronham, everybody. You've heard of My Life as a Goddess. The author is, he's here. It's a great intro. I forgot we were going to be on Twitch, and I'm just wearing a t-shirt. Uh, <laughs> but I am a cookbook in Riverside Shakespeare raising um, my, uh, my laptop for it. Hello, guys. How's it going? Hi, guys. So nice Welcome. We were just talking about psychic links, and suddenly you just <laughs> That's popped. what happened. That is what happened. I'm, I, was, I wasn't sure whether we were, because Al, uh, Alice had said something about the previous week's episode, so I was just watching the last Loxana episode that is all about psychic sure. links. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but like yeah. attached is all about psychic links too. Attached is also and then all Paul about just left. Links. What? And then Have Paul you just ever left. noticed that Paul and Guy are never in the same room? <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm here still. I just wanted to wish Guy a happy Hanukkah. Okay. This member voice turned to Hanukkah voice. I I 100% Hanukkah last night. I I <laughs> I lit candles. I was merry into it. I same. I I ate latkes, and I lit my candles. Mm. But Jose mm. doesn't participate, so it's just me chanting in Hebrew alone. <laughs> <laughs> that's 2020, baby. Yes, baby, it is. Honestly, that Embrace. sounds like heaven. We were just asking, who would you, in history, alive or dead, who would you like to have a psychic oh, link with? I didn't realize I had an alive or You didn't give me the alive or dead option. Oh, just that's, she saying. did. Oh, okay. I, <laughs> I this listening. is why I love Paul so much. I just need him. Um, Less effort for me. Who's too interesting? Mm -hmm. Fran Leibowitz. Um, because she doesn't <laughs> give us much, but you know there's always something going on, you know? You don't feel like it would be too much of a peek behind the curtain as she's trying to like craft her one-liners. I mean, that's a really great point, but I, I would sort of like to be inside of that. I feel like her crafting her one-liners is going to be more of like more fireworks than like having a psychic link with Didion. You know, like I only <laughs> yeah. want to know what Didion sends out to the publisher. Fran, I, right. I just yeah, could get curated. the full feed. A little bit, Didion is like always telling us what she's thinking in her life. You know what I mean? I'm like Alice, whom would you psychically link with throughout history? Well alive or dead. I, well obviously I think it would be great to link with somebody dead so that you know we'd know what, what's up with that. So I guess Obama <laughs> <laughs> um geez uh gosh ooh um, I guess Princess Diana. Oh, okay. Then I know what the afterlife is like, mm -hmm. and I know which parts I about I, the Netflix okay. series are she true or not. She wants dead Diana. I took I took alive or dead she to mean dead you, could, you could use people who like famous people <laughs> from history, not that you would be linked with a dead person. I have a. <laughs> I, I have a you can do whatever you want, Alice. Yes. If, yes. if you had this psychic link with Diana, do you imagine that she has continued to do work in the afterlife? Do you think she's been going to like therapy in the Outreach. afterlife? Oh, I think she's been doing tons of charity work. She's handshaking with COVID patients. 
There's charity work to be done. She goes to hell regularly to try to um, just like get people who are stuck in hell, you know, to like repent or whatever it is you have to do to get out of hell. I know that the Jewish religion doesn't believe in hell, but in Diana's religion, there's a hell. So she has to go there and, you know. Judaism is just a bunch of question marks. You guys could be right. You guys could be wrong. We don't care. We're just fighting about how much horseradish to eat on Passover. That's <laughs> our religion is focused on this world right here. Do what you want on your other worlds. I also don't. I don't, answer. I don't hell. think you can get out of hell. I think that is it. Like purgatory, okay. you can get well, out of, but you cannot get well, out tell of hell. that to pr- tell that to the lady die <laughs> because you think she's, she's dead. And she's... No, no, no. I'm. <laughs> I'm saying she's trying, you know, she's going down there and they're like, she's like, why are they all there? And they're like, well, they sinned in their life. And so they're in hell. And she's like, gosh. And then she hugs them. She, take, she takes she charity trips from them. purgatory to hell. She is, of course, herself purgatory. in purgatory yes. for racy yacht yeah. photos. She has yeah. to run and Charles- at, at, from photographers every time she <laughs> passes from hell. <laughs> And every time she passes from hell, it has a weird side effect that makes Charles's hands really fat. But you see, I told you about this. Charles's hands. Have you ever Googled uh, the royal prince's hands? Have Not you Googled lately. the royal prince's hands? We're about to Google it right now. Y'all should. Prince. Because they're prince crazy. Charles. Actually, I better open up a new tab. Prince. It, I think he Charles just like, has one of those like um, genetic things. I don't really know. Yeah, so this is no, no, I'm like just ro- gonna share my screen with royal you inbreeding shit, like Habsburgs and their fucking jaws. I get it. He might have polo palm, which <laughs> is a it's a terrible sports affliction. If you play a lot of polo, the wood gets into your hands. If you don't wear gloves, I can't wait. Look at that. Oh Jesus! Oh my! What? Why? I told yeah, they're like sausage. <laughs> He does have little chubby hands. They're links. That's like not a well person. Well, that's that can't be. That's not real. That is. That's it. This is it. This and is his it. feet are Go to crazy the one too. where he's eating the bell pepper. What is he eating? <laughs> he's eating a. Um, he a appears flower? to be eating a. Some sort of. He's just thinking, like, and I think he's a just thinking. In the, in this is his, the thinker pose. Um. I mean, I no, just now want information on how much salt he had consumed in the recent past. <laughs> I love Pringles. I can't get enough. I love, I love Pringles. Once I pop, I simply cannot stop. Oh, my Pringles can. <laughs> He's just like licking all his little chubby fingers. Paul, who would you yeah. psychically link with? Adolf Hitler, and I'd always think mean things at him. <laughs> and he couldn't Adam, run away. You're like... You're dummy. You're a dummy. I, mean, I say you're dumb. I think you stink, <laughs> mister. He you're like that. boring. I was thinking about Hey, Hitler. Hitler. Hey, Hitler. Still here. Thumbs down. <laughs> There'll be a lot of stuff like that. And you're if he's hungry, crazy. you're like poop soup. Um, <laughs> poop soup. <laughs> exactly. Poop soup. It's the move. It's the move to make. It's the move to make. It's the move, baby. Um, If... You, Veronica, could link with somebody. Who would it be? Alive or dead? I think it's definitely something like um, Mary Magdalene, or sure, or, you know, just to see what the fuck. And then, or, hey, what the fuck? 
to see happened. Yeah. <laughs> and then like what? Girl spill the tea type of energy. Girl spill the tea. How big was he after death? Like all the things. After death. After death. Both. I have three. Here's what I want to know, Mary Magdalene. Spill the tea. How big was Christ's dick? And after death. But also, you get get insights into the nature of the universe and God, but Mm -hmm. also sex moves. Like you find out (laughs) what your hookers of the first century. Yeah. Yeah. Is it true? It's the pussy that conquered that man. So, like, I just want to know more. If she yeah, maybe a it. good. It would make a great TED talk, right? Like the like communing with the oldest professional. And more modern, it would be like Heath Ledger. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just like never not in love with him. What are you laughing at? <laughs> I just didn't expect that. <laughs> it really caught me by surprise. Someone said, "Sip the tea on on the carpenter's wood." <laughs> Hello. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, there's, I also was going to say, like, I would just link with Garrett because, like, if you have that right, situation where you, your, your partner or your roommate, like, you have all those miscommunications all the time. So I could just be like, oh, he's not planning on doing the thing that I told him we're doing and that he said he would, but actually he's not going to go. And then I could just know that instead of four, five minutes before it happens. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, that's very, very Thread specific. killer. <laughs> That's such an interesting question about a relationship is like, do you are you more invested in preserving your bits of privacy or are you more invested in just sort of creating as absolute of a linkage as possible so that you don't have misunderstandings? Right. Yeah. But think about right. If you I have don't... that link, you don't basically don't have to ever talk again. Well, that that yeah, that to me is very strange. Like if you mm-hmm. were sitting there in silence, just reading each other's thoughts. Um, I love, and I love to talk. No kidding. <laughs> got him. You got oh, me. Also, you do the- it? Guy? Go oh, ahead. Uh, Go ahead, guy. I just wanted to say, this is a crowd where I want to know who here has watched Let Them All Talk yet. I, we just watched it the other night. Did you love it, Paul F. Tompkins? I really did. I really Wait. enjoyed it a lot. Yes. I really what did. is that? Oh, what it is, is that? I don't know what that it's is. It's the movie. It's the Steven Soderbergh movie. Uh, it's on HBO Max right now. Meryl Streep, uh, Candace Bergen, Diane Weiss. Um, it's uh, it's really terrific. It's really terrific. It's the three of them. Um, they're old friends, and they're taking this crossing on the Queen Mary two from uh, uh, America to England, um, and they're exploring their relationships and everything. It's it's really great. I mean, it's it's not a Nancy Myers movie. It's real dry. No. Yeah. But if you're if you're signing up for it's real dry, I laughed like it was blazing sounds. Like I had a good fucking time. <laughs> yeah. It's it's really fun. And but on the Nancy Myers tip, it's like it's beautiful. Like it's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And the, they shoot this ship really they shot it on an actual cruise and the people in the background are actual <gasps> people that are on this cruise and it's it's really it's absolutely worth watching. For sure. But it is Nancy Myers? It is not Nancy. No, Soderbergh. Soderbergh's, Nancy Myers and Soderbergh are sort of interchangeable in a lot of ways. I think we can all agree. And probably heavy. (laughs) No, we can't. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here with huge news. We have 
a terrific episode of Office Hours Live prepared for you. We had the great stand-up comedian Kyle Kinane come in and a very special in-studio music session from legendary Emdu Mokhtar. You're not going to want to miss this one. You can find it on your podcast app of choice by going to Sears or Macy's and getting an iPod and then coming home, charging it up, and listening through your app. Um, so we have, sorry, go ahead. You're... There is one more clip to watch. And I, and it's a lot oh, of them. You go ahead. <laughs> We're talking about a connection that has been established for seven seasons from the beginning. The claws back. The claws back. From the beginning, they're just like, kind of tense, sexually tense. A little bit like the We're still on officers. the episode attached. We're still yeah, on the, and, the uh, episode that's attached. Um, so they've been like <laughs> flirting and will they, won't they for seven seasons and suddenly it all comes out because of a psychic link. It feels, and I would say that be what it takes on something what Paul said you know? before, it does feel like they're unpacking a lot of stuff that they're like, well, we need to deal with this thing that we haven't talked about. You know, like the writers that are saying that they're like, oh God, well, it's been a really long time. We don't have any, uh, we haven't really dealt with this. So we should probably talk about <laughs> how like these two characters are in love with each other or not <laughs> and also like, that th that was the way the plot dealt with it was like yeah like the these two characters are in love with each other and not yeah and that's and, I, and we knew exactly that they were gonna, okay so i'll just fast forward to this i want to see the, the scene by the fire this well we got to see this guy for a second He's great. Ask us for help and get us to expose several of our undercover operatives in the process. But what you didn't expect was for us to get your people out of prison so quickly. They needed more time. They needed more time to plot the destruction of the Kez with their new friends. This is ridiculous. <laughs> so this guy has a jukebox in his quarters. Uh, there's it's also like... a glowing answering machine on his desk. It's so uh, insane. It's pretty amazing. And also... To my understanding, this is still a fashion podcast, right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Those, those outfits that the two cast guys were wearing were, were so drab brown. I like to imagine that the little squares on their outfit are uh, just stills from episodes of news radio. Like, it's just so <laughs> brown and gray. It is everything kind of brown. The, like, it's, well, it's also that sort of like pixelated camo that people love so much. Yeah, it, it's just the most it's like that's the mid 90s right there. I'm also <laughs> I'm not a big fan of this alien design. It's sort of unpleasant to look at because the the whatever that thing is, it goes up like a little too high. It's and the so the one that guy people... that's standing over there that has it like it's intruding into his hairline. Mm hmm. So he's so I, I imagine this guy like brushing his hair around this thing. This look guy at that! Right oh here. no! He's like ow ow ow. <sighs> well, this is the type it looks of sensitive, right? People... It looks like it would be sensitive to the touch. Also, he straight up has like a stick figure man, like a tiny, <laughs> it's like a tiny stick figure. <laughs> it's just like too thin of a skin to like be combing around, you know? It's yeah. just yeah. This is the guy who is like. 
He looks a lot like the Wesley Crusher of them. <laughs> of their, and he's just of hanging their out, shit, right? Yeah, he really has to do a lot of um, stuff behind the scenes. I'm into that so, um, olive velvet. I tell you, I'm beginning to think there's not a single thing on this planet we can eat. Wow. She's so hungry the whole time. By this time, time tomorrow, we could be back on board the Enterprise and you can plant yourself in front of a replicator with a knife and fork. I'm thirsty for this. Remember that Vulcan dish I promised for breakfast? Well, I was just... You hate having breakfast with me. That's not true. Yes, it is. When I said breakfast, I heard you say, I hate that. That's not quite what I meant. Well, then what did you mean? It, it's just that I don't like... Uh... What I've been choosing for breakfast recently. You see, I think that breakfast should be a simple meal, and recently you've been ordering these elaborate things. Coffee and croissant. That's all you really want, isn't it? Coffee and croissant. Well, why didn't you just say so? I didn't think it was important. You don't like those elaborate meals either. No, I usually prefer something simple myself, but I thought you might enjoy more variety. Wait, so like, they're married, and wow. they're just not fucking. Oh, That's Henry. That's how I am with my ex-boyfriend. Right, because like they're just like having they see each other every day. Well, they see each yeah, other as much as the, a married couple would see each other. They spend that much time together, and they're not having sex with each other. And then at the end, they're like, "Should we?" And like, she's like, "Nah, why?" Because <laughs> she couldn't have talked all that shit about her nurse without like integrity. When I said Jack and I. I felt this sudden wave of something. Of what? That's how I lure them into telling me things. I didn't know you felt that way. <laughs> me didn't flirting? You? It was me flirting. Wait, I, I, I guess I always something. knew that there was an attraction we between knew. us right from the start, but I never knew how strongly you felt. Space bird. Why didn't you ever tell me you were in love with me? Huh? You were oh. married to my best friend. Yeah, but didn't stop the guy yes. in love, actually. <laughs> I thought it was harmless infatuation. What if she Something said that? Rather than emotion. It didn't stop anyone in the they iconic would. Earth they film. In the, the, the 20th century film, Love Actually. I realized that it was something else. It wasn't right. It's the one movie that made it. <laughs> but although the one I would never movie. act on it, I couldn't help it. It's got everything. It's the only movie from the 20th century we needed. And when Jack died, you felt guilty. It would explain I so much of the guilty before he died. That, that resulted. Having feelings like that for my best friend's wife. This is pretty dark later, secret. After the accident. Pretty dork secret. I promised myself miserable. that I would never tell you how I felt. It would okay, like can we not with the guys and their best friends? Like, <laughs> I just, why did he promise himself that? It seems like guys and their best friends. It's like it's either a cock block or it's it's not, and you're an like just I would, the guy died ages ago, and your lady is just wandering around the halls, you know, not knowing things, <laughs> not knowing things, like. Just totally freely getting involved with like the worst guys that come on the ship. They're always weird predators. You could just be having a relationship. Sometimes with they're person. ghosts. Sometimes they're ghosts. Um, they're just smarmy weirdos. I would like to make two points. The first one is Paul. 
uh, Love Actually is pretty clearly a 21st century film because um, airport protocols post 9-11 are a pretty important plot point in that movie. Second thing. (laughs) Second point is, um, is Star Trek The Next Generation just the grand story of how Jean-Luc Picard's excessive responsibility to professional responsibility, like destroyed his life that by always being the guy who made the right choice, he never got to be himself. Was he, is is he the James Comey of space? (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Or the, um, I would say even more the, the Mueller. Robert Mueller. Because mm-hmm. James Comey fucked up. He did, but he fucked up because he thought he was being he he fucked up out of this weird he he was being this weird most, misguided yeah. integrity, like to protect the bureau and blah blah blah. And it yes. was just like, what the fuck are you talking and about, dude? Picard and Beverly not being together is total misguided, misguided, um, like integrity for way too long. Yeah, for way too long. Yeah, because in the end, he's like, "Where? What's stopping us?" And she's like. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> it's just like. But also, if they if they've been friends for this long and mm-hmm. they both loved this person who's dead, mm-hmm. um, there is something that's kind of I don't know. Like if I if I unifying. if it were me, if I were the one who died, yeah, unifying. And uh, if I were the person who died, and someone like a, a close male friend of mine, you know, started courting my wife way to know. decades later. Like, I, I hope that I, I wouldn't be like rolling in my grave. <laughs> I mean, the question is, why didn't we get an episode that was essentially ghost stepmom? Like in some way, like Jack or whatever his name was returning to be like, you two need to get together. And like, Star Trek The Next Generation is really scared of fucking. It's mm-hmm. like every time, like, it doesn't yeah, even let fucking saying. Troy and Riker fuck. It's germaphobe. I just I wanted to They're like, I'm to glad fuck. we're such good it's friends. It's all I'm trying I, to get yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah. They're, okay, like a, they're yeah. okay with talking about things that have happened in the past, but mm-hmm. nothing in the present and nothing in the future. And then they're okay all with right. talking about weird sexual dreams. <laughs> like that is what essentially happens. They're just like, it's like, wow, you had some really intense dreams that I saw. And then that, oh God, that was That's crazy amazing. I have to hear it. Was Keiko O'Brien the only unrestricted pussy on the Enterprise? You should get Rosalind Chow on this show to talk about that. That's <sighs> some colonizing bullshit. When somebody comes on the show and tells us <laughs> the guests no. that we should get. I also do want to get the part when um when they do have a diplomatic sit down and they get these two talking and they really start to unpack the issues between the various factions of this planet and Riker does it which he's like never good at doing diplomacy but he does it want to blow Riker, each other Riker up has zero patience for any diplomacy that we are already aware of your plan to use Federation technology She's to build like new attack Prada satellites. 2019. You will find that we are prepared yeah. for them. That is an interesting but pointless lot. I'd rather discuss <laughs> your own plans to use Federation aid to stage a takeover of Korod Island. We have been over this before. Korod clearly belongs to the Brit who originally... That's it! I love it. Everybody wants a piece of Korod Island. <laughs> it's beautiful. Have you ever been? 
Oh my god, you have to go to Coret Island. Also, I feel like that's an interesting but pointless lie. That's an interesting but pointless lie is an amazing shutdown. It is so good. It feels like something Diane on The Good Wife. Um, which, Guy, have you watched The Good Wife yet? I have not. Everyone has told me I should love The Good Wife. God damn it. I'm going to make a podcast where I just make you watch it. <laughs> that would be great. Is that what I have to fucking do at this point? I'll do it. Anyway. I haven't, I haven't watched The Good Wife. Uh, you have watched The Good Fight, though. Yes. I, I just love. <laughs> I caught her. I, I love the way that like sensible sensible jumpsuit with hood, or like '90s broad-shouldered yeah. tan suit. Instantly, yeah. there's one side that you support and one side that you hate. <laughs> no question. We also, know whose side we're on. Shoulders, it's not the people with the weird ridges. Shoulder pads that have cuff, cuffs right here, like uh, like when I use my my elbow protectors, rollerblading, and I pull pull, pull them up too high. <laughs> Good, good Guys, segue. Like, I mean, drinks fucking water. Uh, so this episode was directed by by Jonathan Frakes and was written by Carl Sagan's son. Oh, oh, really? Yes. Uh, We're all surprised. Nicholas Sagan. Oh, I was so, gonna say Barrel. <laughs> Barrel uh, did not make it to this one. <laughs> wait, so she has the same. I'm confused. So her outfit. Is they have the same forehead ridges. She's just cover, covering them up. I, she but covers does them her, the part that hurts. She yeah, she covers the that. part that hurts. <laughs> she protects it from the elements. She scratched it with a comb. <laughs> <laughs> she scratched it with a comb one time, and that's what resulted in the comb. I love it. I also love that there. So this is all about them being uh, maybe associate members of the Federation, which <laughs> I don't know what does that mean. It's like a. Um, at like an assort associate, non-voting um, observer status. It's possible it's that like they Puerto could Rico. have some voice Puerto in committees. Rico, yeah. Right. <laughs> they do the inventory. They have to like make sure it's close they want to be Puerto Rico. Free beverages. <laughs> <laughs> it's like having a a a room at the Hyatt, but not club level access. You know. Can I say this just... too? If if anyone <laughs> no. from the Marriott Bonvoy uh, organization is watching this. Please stop emailing me every single day. There's a pandemic happening, and I'm not going anywhere. I don't need Beginning you to. to... A part of my uniform. Oh, no, cut, cut the audio. Cut the sorry, audio. Sorry, sorry, Listen. Sorry, sorry, sorry. He's halfway through his. He's like, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. <laughs> Guys, I'm so thirsty. Always for for sex scenes and like romantic scenes in this show. That this is why I wear the. I wore this. Oh, really? I'm part of the scene now. Oh, you're like oh. on the show. I'm, I'm in that room right There's now. There's literally never been a moment on Star Trek The Next Generation where the story is more told through fashion than this fucking scene. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. that's a yeah, high yeah. skirt. Absolutely. It's like a belt. Yeah, when she walks away and you realize she was wearing that skirt the whole time, you're like, she meant business. And yeah. Then I, Some like, sort of, I don't I know what the be. business was, but she meant it. They're wheeling here. Uh, I also just want to roll back for a second and say the notion that at the United Federation of Planets headquarters in San Francisco, there's one level with light apps and free drinks. 
um, yeah. and yeah. associate members do not have access to that makes me so happy. Tier one. They're tier one. Um, your card says you're just an associate. So. If you pay but a my friend's more, in there and he's the a full member. Can I have a, does he has a plus one? He has to admit you. He has to be here. Can you bring him up here? I can't contact him because he's in the bubble. They have to pay $50 a month. And then they get it's, the You can pay a one-time access fee. Continental breakfast. <laughs> For some shitty croissant. Which is how Beverly says it. Freedom. Freedom. Like her. What is this? Oh, it's nighttime drink. They spend so I much I thought time I together. would make my hair less attractive for some reason. <laughs> I like it. Come on. I do that all the Penny time. Penny for your thoughts. I look at my own. I was just thinking that as distracting Penny. as it was, I was beginning <laughs> to get used to hearing your thoughts and I Why find can't a straight guy ever wear something like that for so a do day? I. It was very intimate. Uh, tell us in the comments. You <laughs> know... Last night, I couldn't sleep. Oh. I was awake for several hours, and thanks to the implants, I got to hear some very interesting dreams of yours. Like, what's her color story here? Man cannot be held responsible for what his mind does while he's asleep. I would never react that awake? with that much cool if but, someone told yeah. me, hey, I have uh, yeah. monitored your dreams last night. Well, also, yeah. I, I felt you jacking off about me. Yeah. Like, I, also, is Picard wearing hose in that scene? Are those like tights? There is one person in this room who would react very smoothly to somebody being like, if you said to Veronica, Veronica, uh, I monitored your dreams last night and you had sex things about me. I'd be like, finally, you yes, got my message. I'd be like, oh my God, <laughs> let's go. And they'd be like, I'm just mentioning it. And I'd be like, let's just, let's go. I was just so I'm just turned on it. by something like that. I would be so excited. Then I have to save all the words for explaining my dreams. Every morning I can just be like. <laughs> now try it with see? me. <laughs> Tell me. Now try it with me. Tell me you hurt my. Hurt I, my um, my, I still have the implants going and uh, you had some very interesting dreams last night. Oh, no. What? Who's over there? It's, oh, ah. Uh, uh, <laughs> have you seen these? Have you seen these pens? They're great. Uh, Alice, I also saw your dreams last night. <laughs> oh, I got a phone call. I'm getting a phone call. Okay. Hello? Um, I'm going to need you to go ahead and come in tomorrow. No, no, no. So it Stop. Look, they say. Stop the sound. I, 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 no I, one wears I, those shirts because no one has the confidence of Cat Captain Picard. Well, we got an answer. Space, space Charmeuse. It's true that it's all Space Charmeuse. <laughs> um, okay, let's continue watching the extremely, extremely, uh, <clears throat> <clears throat> Intimate scene. She does say the word intimate. Just give so. your dry cleaning to Worf. Let's never forget. <laughs> That's what Worf does. Oh, uh, Worf will take care of it. 
make sure it gets there before 5 p.m. <laughs> so now that we've had this unique experience, what do we do? What do you mean? You know exactly oh. what I mean. No, I don't. The implants have been removed, remember? Still, come on. I bitch, come on. Okay, what do I have to fucking... That's the kind of game I would play, stuff. just so that he says it, but if I was him, <laughs> no, I'd be like, bitch, you know. Each of us feels perhaps we should not be afraid to explore those feelings. Yes, that's the show I want to see. Oh my god, right on the cheek. It's so on the cheek. You missed. That's one thing I go Or perhaps we should be afraid. Uh, okay. <laughs> I think I should be going. I think we shouldn't. How can I be Okay, glad, uh, glad we took... Uh. <laughs> Little bird pecs. Nice. Alright, let's oh, look at this oh, weird... Oh, oh, whoa. Bye. Well, this sucked. Good night. Good night. What if he talked to her about blue balls? Because I only killed one side of my face. <laughs> Insane outfit. Both like, you, you look at their postures. <laughs> um, it's so frustrating. Space candle, delighted. Uh, <laughs> the raw confidence for a woman over forty to be like above the waist, simple. For sure. On my ass, fucking also, party. Like on my ass, just fucking go crazy with fat. So much stuff going on. Yeah, so much stuff. <laughs> Not a All bustle per se, break. but. In the lower torso. Yeah. How about can we, can we take some of the fabric from the front and just like swirl that? it all the way around the back? I'm afraid I won't be able to walk in this. I want my and legs to just, be completely in the clear. She just walks out of Picard's room and yeah. has to make her walk to her quarters in that thing. Right. I'd be taking selfies the entire time. I'd be the entire time just be like, <laughs> tricorder selfies. Sorry. Oh, excuse me. I got yeah. lost. There's Could something. you hold this? Straight to the forward. Tricorder. Also, what if somebody had a tricorder with one of those selfie sticks? <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I want to watch the Star Trek: The Next Generation, where she like runs into Worf, who like sees she's in her fucking outfit, and has to like, like <laughs> get like, around well, having to, to be... talk about it. <laughs> but he's like, oh, I'm going to be taking that to the cleaners, aren't I? <laughs> she's like, Worf, did you pick that up for me or no? <laughs> He's like, I can already tell that's going to go to the cleaner. And then if I was Picard, like, as soon as that door closes, I'm, like, on my phone, group chatting, like, fuck. I'd be just sending stickers, like, 
let me sad, tell you, let me tell you cry. what just happened to me, and then you tell me what you think just happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the cool thing about having Off Riker as your number one right now. <laughs> is he is going to go to Riker and be like, I don't know how. I'm on first base. I'm on second base. He hits a fucking grand slam, and I'm not home. <laughs> Is this too much of a of a? It was just the third like, base coach is waving me in, and the base is gone. That's what happened. <laughs> you know, because base, baseball is all they talk about. They love baseball. Um, the only sport that survived. Now, Paul, you have yeah. been a great guest, and you have the option of sticking around for the portion in which we discuss the episode we fucked up and discussed without Guy, which we shouldn't have, which is Luxana's amazing episode. Uh, the last episode of Luxana. The last Luxana episode, which we never got to talk about with Guy, and we really wanted to. So, By uh, the way, this is the stay. last episode. Or you could just weirdly ghost like sometimes you do. Sorry, Alice. Hmm? I think if I talk, your your uh, microphone mutes or lowers its volume. Ah, uh, that is what happens. Sorry, and we are getting in the chat. Please stay, Paul. Paul, please stay. Paul. I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to take a little break. <laughs> Maybe I'll jump back in. Oh, but I think that, how about that? I think that definitely. How about that? I, wanna, I do want to back off a little bit because you need to have some Loxana Troy chat with guys, Guy Branham guy for time. sure. And need you don't need time. this guy mucking that up. But I'll do a little pop it later on. Very classy, Paul. Nothing but classy. NBC. And we, we got to know that this is, you know. Well, because I got. <laughs> because I got extra time before Guy it. got here. So I feel like it's only it's fair to let Guy reclaim right. his time. But I would say my counter argument is that aesthetically, Paul F. Tompkins, you are the Luxana Troy of stand-up comedy. I would say personality-wise, I am the Loxana Troy. That is a But I'm saying when it comes to L-E-W-K-S, like you are the one who is serving. Yeah. I am the yeah. Holder somebody here is holder of the seventh chalice of Greek. And it's called I do like taking baths in cement. Or whatever that was. That time. Oh yeah, that that yeah, I remember when she took uh, Worf's son. Uh, Alexander. Like a guy from Cirque du Soleil is here with some body wash. It's like I'm gonna babysit. Let's go to the mud bath. <laughs> Let's get in a grits bath. <laughs> Just did. But also, the glory of 22 episodes a season was like a fucking sci-fi show doing like, let's do an Annie Mame A story. <laughs> yeah. Everybody in the main cast, you guys got an easy week because <laughs> we're bringing in the boss's wife and this little kid. <laughs> All right. I'll be, I'll be back, guys. I'll be back. Okay. You can also be right. Q, you know? And on that. Okay. All right. <laughs> and on that, be cute. He, he did. He queued out. Paul is kind of the cue in that sense. Mm -hmm. So, um, oh, guy. Someone said, I wish the ship's computer voice was PFT too. That's cute. Let's rethink that. Um, so, <laughs> sorry, guys. That sounded so rude. 
Um, let me get to that episode because I am running this. I'm running this switch and uh, not ready You're to do You're doing great. So. Let's be honest. I'm not doing great at it at you all. Are. But yes, I you will are. find it. Um, so, Guy, we watched this episode without you, unfortunately, but we wanted to have you back because it's an emotional story and one in which they finally give Luxana her, you know, her, they, they allow her to be a full human, finally. First time. I, I mean, like in the last. it was really interesting because I barely remembered the episode. I remembered the space menopause episode. And I really was like, what do you do with somebody after space menopause? Um, right. And I fucking love this because it also was like an episode that took her professionally seriously and really was That's like, right. There's shit she yeah. can do that nobody else can do. And then. And then, especially for this podcast, that I was watching it and I was like, wow, she's wearing, like, subdued outfits. Yes, that was the thing. And they pointed it out. It was like, she doesn't. It was part of her performance. Like, this was part of, like, her not being okay, which is amazing. Yeah. And, you know, um, I love that you pointed out the menopause because that was one of the first episodes of Luxana ever. Oh, really? Isn't it? Like, it's like the third or second. I don't know. You guys are the ones who've been watching the whole thing. But it's, yeah, it's pretty early on. The first episode is when she comes in and goes into the holodeck, I think. Like Santa like Troy a, episodes. Let's see. I'll right, tell you in no right time. Mm-hmm. Um, but th- this really was like, there are ways that Star Trek, the next generation could be done in like a very, we have 22 episodes to fill up. What are we going to do? And this one was so smart. Because, like, looking at that character and saying, what's the last question we want to ask about her? And what hasn't she been telling us? I feel like as stand-up comics, there's something really sympathetic about this person who's constantly talking at you. What don't they talk about? You know? Right. Yes. And, and, yeah. And it made me feel good that they gave that, like, treatment to a character that ended up... I think also it's the fan reaction to this show that gives us the opportunity to go there, right? Because, like, they were a show that actually were in touch with their fan base. So uh-huh. okay, I got it. they realized that they had, that Luxana was, like, not only the what, boss's wife, but she was also kind of, like, a popular, interesting character that they created just because of the fan response, I think. I don't, I'm just talking out of my ass here, but that's something that I... There's just this way that I can never think about her as, like... The fact that she was there in the original pilot, I don't think of her as the boss's wife. I think of her as an inhabiting spirit of the show. <laughs> yes, literally. Right. With her being the computer. Yeah. Like, her being the computer she's literally the, the main spirit of the show. And then, uh, so she showed up in episode 111, where she, uh, it's Troy's arranged marriage. And then in 219, it's her second episode. And that's when she oh. already has a menopause. So immediately. Oh, that's insane. I know. Yeah. Okay, so I'm ready. Captain's log, stardate 47254.1. A delegation of the Cairn have just come on board. This telepathic species has no concept of spoken language and is being instructed in its use by an old friend. I don't know what they 
couldn't have done without me. First, I had to learn how they communicate. It was an absolutely exhausting process. It must have been. Quite different from beta Z telepathy. You know, we transmit words, but the Karen is, uh, it's images, uh, a, a, a flood of them, all at the same time. It's overwhelming. I can imagine. Actually, it's a very efficient way of communicating. If two Karen were having this conversation, it would have been over minutes ago. Really? Of course, they realize that they'll want to communicate verbally if they join the Federation. Uh, oh, do me a favor. Uh, introduce yourself to one of them. Engage them in conversation. They need the practice. I'd be happy to. Mm -hmm. so, like, it's called a... He's already so disrespectful to her. Like, I pointed this out the last time we watched it, but, like, she's telling him very important information, and he's just like, I can't wait to stop talking to her. It's so <laughs> so like the fifth time. Like, there, there is a way that she's, like, maybe the only female character who comes hard high status at him. Like, Ooh. even when mm. it's, like, an ad... Yes! There's a way that, like, the sexy ladies who were sexy for him were, like, presented as, like, 85% of what he was. 90% of what he was. Um, and she don't give a shit about him, and it's what makes her great. <laughs> yes. She's... And she doesn't have, like, a, um, like, the fact that she's so attracted to him, but she doesn't care that he's not attracted to her, and also just sort of denies that, because she's, like, somewhere in there, I might not be sensing it, but <laughs> I know I'm the shit. It's so <laughs> satisfying. Um, okay, so let's go to the episode. The and I like her with, tiny um, perm. For Luxana. And I like her little, her, tiny her necklace attached to her turtleneck, even though it's subdued, you know? Mm-hmm. She's just um, serving it. Always. I'm, I'm fine, really. Hmm. This is the last of Luxana. Aren't you going to mingle, Mr. Wolf? <laughs> I gotta take some clothes. I do not energy. care for telepaths. <laughs> they make me uneasy. <laughs> Don't worry. The Karen couldn't read your thoughts even if they wanted to. Your brain isn't sophisticated enough. Which is uh, what you it. don't want to hear from Not your heroes Jewish, is knowing <laughs> they their philosophies on racial biology. Have either of you oh. seen Deanna? She was working, but she said she would be. So Speak of the devil. Oh, she wore that gradient dress. <laughs> Sorry I'm late. I lost track of the time. Deanna, dear, come with me. I want you to meet the senior diplomat of the Karen delegation. She fucking looks at Riker like, fuck you. Mayquiz, this is the beautiful daughter I've been telling you about, Deanna. Pleased to. Oh, come on. You practice. <laughs> really? Hello. Hello. Pleased to meet you. Yes. That is it. Pleased to meet you, Deanna. Good. Well, I'll just let you young people chat. Well, <laughs> Well, Mayquiz, what do you think of the Enterprise? Oh, um, it is beautiful. Uh, comfortable, also. I'm glad you think so. <laughs> um, there is another word that describes it. Um, He's pretty good at doing... But I cannot remember. You've learned a great deal in a very so short time. Now. I'm sure it won't be you're long great. before your words do justice to your thoughts. Your mother told me of your need. Need? Um, 
moment. Um, husband. Oh, you need a husband. okay. And isn't that the best proposal she's ever going to get? <laughs> <laughs> so direct. Also, like, every time Luxana shows up, she gets a fucking proposal. Like, also, why does Troy never look good? Like, why is every Luxana look a look oh. like... And every Troy look, I just feel like it, it's just bad stab at attractive. And also like his kind of like half Shakespeare thing, I feel like is very much this like weird notion of romance. But Luxana always looks great. I don't know. Maybe it's like the I think people the guys love Luxana in the 80s and the 90s. They thought that it was like so like <laughs> they thought she was like the epitome of hot. Like so there's like something about really I think that. Yeah, like every guy's like, oh, I remember, remember when we had Bjorn on and he was like, she's great. <laughs> I think it's just like they literally can put her in anything and they're just like, yeah. And so they did. They're just like, whatever, gradient dress. She's, I don't know. <laughs> I like well, Luxana. I kind of no, like that's, the, uh, that's uh, Troy. no, 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 Troy. The, yeah, they just have her like looking like a figure skater at all times. Because figure skater in the 90s was like the hottest thing you could be. I mean, I like I like her Nancy uniform Karen. and I like her cheerleader uniform. Um, but any oh and also like her little gray yes. her little gray unitard thing is very cute. Um, but when they try to dress her up, it rarely works for me. I some of the chats coming back at you uh -huh. saying that she looks amazing. Why? No. Why do you think that is? Why is we're divided? This is a divisive they issue. They do it poorly. I like in my heart and head. It always comes back to what's your relationship with the wardrobe ladies, um, and I just feel like <laughs> the wardrobe sure. ladies knew if they didn't serve Major Barrett Roddenberry, <laughs> they would get fired, and Marina Sirtis was less of a concern. And even, even looks on a subdued wow. look is like so, so gorgeous. Yeah, so right on. I mean. A tiny necklace attached to my shirt, please. Yes, because you know that shit is hand sewn. Yes, not a hot glue situation. <laughs> yeah, the, the right. coloring um, of this of this dress and like the shape, it, it just wasn't sharp. It just didn't feel sharp. I don't know. I would like to say four seasons of Drag Race from now. You guys need. I want to see the two of you come on as guest judges. But for a runway challenge that is Star Trek The Next Generation based. I would love yes. any opportunity to do something like that. That would be so amazing. Oh, she looks so sad here. I hate it. It, but also. Oh. Don't worry. She'll Alice be fine. Like, Shut up. No, no, no. Go ahead. What I say doesn't matter. Age makeuping her makes me sad, but. Yeah, for sure. Even her sad coat is so fucking good. <laughs> yes, it's so good, right? It's like, I mean, it's a little Eileen Fisher, but otherwise, you know, like, it's like the, the Luxana for Eileen Fisher. <laughs> yes. I like, mean, I'm just sliding into that period of my life with such she, ease. <laughs> she looks like a character I would do. And <laughs> I swear, this is like me and my SNL tapes. In the 90s, so, I, I forgot how much we loved texture, you know? Yeah, mm -hmm. I miss it. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> I miss it, too. I miss it, too. So this... 
she ends up going into this trance situation because of her trauma, which involves a dog and liquid. And we know that from Deanna's sojourn into her mother's mind. Where somebody has like a selfie stick on a camera. Counselor? Can you hear me? Captain? Deanna. Dr. Crusher has become concerned that your paracortical readings have become erratic. Are you talking to me from sickbay? Yes. I want you to sever your connection to your mother. Why don't you ask Mayquiz to do it? I'm asking you. That is an order, Counselor. You're not Captain Picard. Leave me alone. Please. So the Cairns, um, where I have a question from the chat, does the Cairns have natural undercuts? What does that mean? Am I not getting, is that a type of haircut? Uh, Poet DeSue asks, does the Cairns have a natural undercuts? Oh, it is a haircut. Okay. Huge in the 90s. I'm going to have to Google that for you. Oh, because they have those, because they have those things. Is that what she's saying? Yes. Yeah. Oh, it was like a bowl cut. Yeah. It was sort of shaved on the sides. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's like, yeah, that is their oh. haircut just naturally because they don't grow hair on their on their scrotal lobes or whatever they're called. <laughs> um, so, Karen, what do we think, Makewee's guy? Uh, hot or not, Makewee's? I mean, I'm going to say hot. Yep. I, th- I thought so, too. I thought so, too. He has a little bit of the, um, what did you call it, Veronica? Like uh, Steve Carell thing. <laughs> Veronica was like every, or was it Frankie that said it? Every, uh, every guy in that era sort of looked like Steve Carell. That's bit. really funny. But, but yeah, I mean, yeah, Steve Carell's not me. bad looking. <laughs> yeah. But also, here's, here's the thing about McQueen's. Is that you know there would come a point when he was feeling something strongly and wouldn't be able to articulate it in words, and then he'd just have to show you how he felt. And he would do that by like staring at you super hard. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And just making this face. Yeah, which I didn't love that face, but I think there, I, I, you know, there's something attractive about a guy who like can't get his words out. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Is that just me? No, absolutely. (laughs) Totally into it. I know I'm hot. I'm hardwired to be into stuff like that. But um, so we find out that basically what happened is uh, her mom had a baby. And so we get to see that scene. Oh, tragic. In. Go away. In a room that no. looks suspiciously like the arboretum. I want to help you. Why did you delete parts of your journal? My life. Did something happen to you you don't want me to know about? Leave me alone, please. Who's Hedron, mother? Why is she here? Is Hedron me when I was a little girl? No. Oh, no, I'd never let anything happen to you. Never. Did you let something happen to someone? (gasps) Music is strange. Was it here at Elnar? Is that an oboe? You were just a baby. Tell me, whatever it is, we can face it together. I can't. 
can't. You can. We can. It's not even a Please space dog. don't make me go through this again. Now hold on That's to him. So don't let him run off. Sure. Oh, yeah. my God. Mommy, can we go play with the water? No, Castra. Stay here with us. It's also, um... Please. Hey, what do you want to have a picnic on? Yes. How about our finest silk? Castra, you've made the baby cry. Oh. Castra. No, don't cry, Deanna. Don't cry. Mommy's here. Mommy, please. No, Kestra, we're gonna eat in just a few minutes. Dear, what's wrong? What's wrong? Tell mommy what's wrong. Oh. I'm sincerely stressed Ian. by the baby's crying. Right. Uh, where's her, where's her ring? Oh, no, no, see this again? Is it a corgi? I, I can't. It's sort of a Pomeranian mix. What happened? It's a cosmic corgi, someone Ooh, said. Hard. <laughs> unstable. Also, that corgi is what not snarling. I don't remember. No, it's a different dog. There's like a dog somewhere outside of the camera. They had it's like a, a wolf, wolf. It, that they brought in to film in the show. They could have used that. You got to be worried about those Betazed space wolves. <laughs> this is all clogged. She ran after him. <laughs> we didn't notice. Oh, we skipped right over the part. <laughs> so. <laughs> Why did I? <laughs> Why wasn't I paying attention? Okay. Well, yeah, you do have to forgive yourself for that because otherwise, oops, Zoom quit. Guys? Does that this hello? It, it is just me and the here. video feed of, disappeared from our screens. Uh, Did you show. ever this, watch this episode? Oh, it's bound to happen. Okay, so the thing is, is I saw the end of this episode at least once, I'm back. and I never knew what the full story was. Like no. I knew, I knew about the Kester death, but I, I definitely don't remember seeing the top of it. I remember as like a young person coming in on the last like. 10 or 15 minutes and just getting the Lawaxana damage of it all. Whoa. Yeah. Kestra is like such a shocking name for also the shocking news. I caught only the last part of what you just said because my internet connection cut out. So could you repeat that? I, got I was just saying, I only, I think I saw this episode original run, but I only saw like the last 15 minutes of it. So I only got the bombshell of drama and so knew about that. But when I was watching the first half hour of it, I was like, what? And then I was like, oh, yeah, I think this is the one about her dead sister. Kestra. There's and I'll say there's only like a few different weird traumas that it could have been that explain. Why she was so like guarded about it, like why she wouldn't have said anything about it, because I guess like her. Like, Sana as a mother is the one area of her life that she's super, like, emotional about. Otherwise, she's kind of bulletproof. That sort of makes sense. I, li I, I mm -hmm. like that that was the trauma a little bit. Like, that was a good way to handle it. Um, the chat points out that the child was definitely old enough to know how to swim. <laughs> That's what it had to do with. Did the dog drag her into the water? We That's don't know. So she funny. just got away. 
and then something Did happened. She, I think she got run over. Oh, she got run over. Let me see. Let see, me I see. don't know. We all have our take on it. Well, it's just there definitely should be a better help out here. Shwala says on the holodeck. That's a very limited water system to be like. It's sort <laughs> yeah. of like drowning at a miniature golf course. Yes. Also, the so arboretum. Like, like, do forgive yourself, but maybe don't like re-examine just like whether or not we're teaching our kids <laughs> to swim on Beta Z. <laughs> like, right. Like, like all parents. This is an all parents <laughs> thing. This isn't just a looks on a thing. This is like for everybody just to think about how we're parenting. <laughs> Well, also, if you are one of the most powerful telepaths on the planet, doesn't isn't there like a moment when your daughter you're like, oh, I think my daughter's very scared of drowning right now. Yeah, she drowned. I should pay attention. (laughs) Like, right. But maybe like, yeah, yeah, she drowned in like flat water. I'm going to I'm going to pitch to you guys that maybe it wasn't a problem of are we teaching our children to swim on Beta Z? (laughs) Maybe there was some sort of Arboretum water feature arms race that occurred across the planet where they were just (laughs) building these vortexes and these water slides. Just the most intense water feature. And they just didn't even think about the kids who would be killed by it. And then there was a character in the in that narrative who is sort of like the Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic, who was like, we're so busy thinking about what we can do with these water creatures. We're not pausing to think about whether we should, you know, and everyone's like, it's fine, it's fine. We're going to build a fucking, we're going to build one of those outdoor water slide things. But it's not for kids. It's not for kids. It's not for kids. It's not for kids. Not for kids. at a miniature gold horse. <laughs> LOL. Um, uh, the tragic death that was fully avoidable. Yeah, that's Shwalov. Shwalov in the chat. Yes, and Shwalov posits, and I agree. Maybe baby telepaths broadcast really loud telepathic crying that drowns out other thoughts, just like their crying drowns out other sounds, which is totally oh, true. That, and I kind of feel like that's a good. That makes a lot of sense. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because imagine what a sound in your head is if you're a bedazed of your baby crying. It's probably yeah. like, and maybe Kester just needed to speak up for herself a little bit. You know, how deep, it's like if you watch it, you know, these kids, they get into stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, the dog was just the paper boat. <laughs> it does <laughs> make you, it thing. does make you long for a couple of episodes where like Deanna's judgmental older sister had showed up like Deanna. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. That would Absolutely. Be, I would love to see those claws out. <laughs> you know, like I just want to see that fight. And on Discovery, that something like that would happen. Definitely. Yeah. You can't. Discovery is like an improv scene. You can't mention a crazy other character from a different universe that doesn't exist because that bitch will show up. Okay. Because I stopped Discovery. watching Discovery after one season because I was too like, oh, this is like business work. And then everyone tells me <laughs> that like. I mean, end of season one was a little batshit, and everybody's... It's batshit. Yeah, okay, I should watch. It's, it's, it's No, it's the how to get away with murder of... of <laughs> it gets so crazy, so quick. You're just, like, watching one episode, and you're like, wait, we're on one episode? This all happened? And also, every episode, uh, Michael Burnham's life is in imminent danger every episode. And you're just like, I can't watch this woman's life get, like, nearly... She's... Her whole world implodes constantly. It's just like, is this really? 
it's not feasible. It's not sustainable. <laughs> but it does kind of get into a groove, which I think is what happened. Like maybe they had some Shondaland executives come in and help rein it in a little bit. They're like, yeah, we made this mistake too. <laughs> That's funny because I never got through two second season of uh, How to Get Away. How to Get Away With? It was, How to Get Away With. It was just too much. Party. I just couldn't. Yeah, it, exactly. But um, I would love to see Deanna, going back to the Deanna's older sister thing, there's so many opportunities. Because was Deanna's older sister also half it? Oh, and imagine, imagine the Riker tension. Oh, it would immediately, Riker would immediately go for her. Yeah. They would have sex instantly. It would be very <laughs> problematic because she already went for the second Riker. And, like, of course, Riker would go for the sister. It, it just would be yeah. so messy. It would be like a, a pastiche. Like, I bet when they were recounting this in the ready room and she was like, so it turns out I had an older sister. Riker was like, what? <laughs> like, even though she was, like, dead by the time she was eight. Okay. Like, Riker, calm. I can hear what you're thinking and you need to calm down. She died. Like, she eight. died. <laughs> you need to He's just like, yeah, not. But if she hadn't. He's like, there's a universe in which she didn't. <laughs> also, do you guys watch Picard? Yes, I for sure do. You 100% know there's a bunch of shit she's not telling that kid of hers they have on that cabin planet. Like, yes. She's not telling him about all the times she fucked with his dad's life. No. I'm like blocking my ears right now because I'm still like uh, trying to watch Picard in a row one of these days. Oh, okay. Soon. Well... No, but don't, it's okay. Well, it's okay. It's my fault. It's not a huge spoiler. You know that. Yeah, it is your fault. It's it's usually your fault. You're in trouble now. Um. Well, guy, I'm so glad we got to have you back for this. Thank you, you so much for having me. This was super episode. fun. And you're such an important guest to us, and we just we just love you. It means a lot to me that you let me come and talk about I'm the still, last level of Loaxana. Oh, oh, Jesus. Oh, what, perf here. what perfect oh, timing. Gross. Um, but thank you so much for having me. I love Loaxana and I love you guys. And this is such a great show. Uh, and uh, thank you. I'm so glad you were here. All of guys, your, all that of your <gasps> right, Is Guy taking that, off? Guy's taking off. If there's anything you would like to get a get a plug in, uh, Guy, because we haven't done that yet. You both should. Uh, um, my Patreon is called RaphaelWarnock.com. So please support me between now and January 5th um, because I have a lot of things going on. We're going to be dropping a lot of exclusive content. Yeah. Um, so yeah. please get on there. All right. Bye-bye, guys. This is exciting. Bye, guy. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Bye, Paul. Bye, Bye, guy. Good so to much see you. Bye, guy. And if you want to go to my Patreon, it's John Ossoff, but only from certain angles. <laughs> Patreon.com. Um, Paul, here we are. There's an elf on your head. What? He's just dancing around. He's like the stick figure from those guys. I bet that pet. would hurt if you were one of the. Um, if you were a pret, that would hurt. A pret. <laughs> they really were like it's looking brilliant. through the the you know, the menu book at the office to come up with <laughs> come up with names. Was Pretamanja even around back then? Yeah. I don't know, guys. Look, I'm in my jam jams. Um, this is, uh, so much fun as always. Uh, thank you for having me back so soon in season seven. I didn't, I didn't think I'd be back in before, uh, uh, maybe but towards the end. holiday episode. We did we have to do our famous holiday, holiday episode. It was a special. It and we'll bring special. you back for the end as well. It'll be, it'll be later in months. 
Maybe we'll have a vaccine by the time you're back. Who knows? So, you that, you, so that you can run the, the podcast I while I cry <laughs> at the end of the show. Yes, no, we have no, to have you when no. you cry. But you know it ended Instead of already. like a... But I cry every day no matter what, so... Oh, okay. Well, not your fault. <laughs> it's not your fault. But she cries about you every day. I get that. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. 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 <laughs> wow. I mean, wow. <laughs> That's what's going on the Instagram. He gets that. That's what's going on in the Instagram. And that is what. Um, hooray for another live tracks. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. All of you viewers. I believe there was, was 600 fun. of you at one point. Oh, I nice. made that up, but uh, it was oh, really fun to nice. have you. Thanks, <laughs> 1980 like World six, Champion. Six, An Josh interesting Girl but Flawless pointless lie. Prairie, Prairie Go. That's how <laughs> I'm going to fight from now on. Interesting but it pointless lie. It was so lie. wonderful. Lots of love for Paul. Yeah, people are like, Paul, Paul, and, Paul. Paul, Paul, Paul. Oh, they love it. And they're just so impressed with your airport story. Um. And Pooch Desu says, thank you. That Great seemed way like to end a work day. 40 here. years ago. Que rico Puerto Rico. <laughs> que rico Puerto Rico. And Nestor Jimenez is still here. Hi, Nestor. Thanks for staying to the end, Nestor. We know you have a lot of places to be. Nestor, oh, better late than never. Um, what are you doing later tonight? <laughs> My wife and I are going to eat some ramen. Ooh, nice. Oh, well, I know wow. Garrett just got home, so I'm going to make him some hot pot. Oh, hot I know Jose got home after a long day of work and I just said, shut up, I'm doing podcast. So, um, Yeah, man. That's right. That's shut right. up, I'm doing a podcast. House, house has shit. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, what are you all doing? You're going to make hot pot. You told Goodbye. Jose to shut up. I'm gonna go, are you going to tell him to shut up in the future? Maybe again, <laughs> one more time tonight and then I'm going to go write poetry. That's so Rami. Jesus, that's so you. That's I'll so wait you. until I. I'm gonna go poem. blow out some space. I'm gonna tell Google to blow out my space candles. Because Beverly just rejected. Google, me. blow out space candle. Frankly, maybe that's what Don't I'm gonna say do. Say that she'll hear. He's gonna blow out my space candles one by one, like. Oh shit. My gold, yeah. my golden, my golden silks. I'm gonna put oh, them on. Won't you blow and then out I'm gonna my go. space candles? <laughs> 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 such such resentment for what just happened. You gotta show candles that you're the boss. And that you're, it's true. And you're over it. You don't want them you don't want the, I'm over always, it. I was yes. always scared of candles coming you're back. A little on. Bullshit. I'm always scared Did of candles. Did you ever hear about that happening on. and let Yeah, because you know there like might be a spark in there still. And you blow it out not hard enough and they'll come back and let your whole house on fire. No. One of those and there's no candles. insurance for that. You know what I'm saying? Look, you don't have came, came back on insurance. I do. <laughs> yeah, I do. But I don't want the listeners to feel like I'm, you know, I'm like not relatable. Look, yeah, I want them hey, man, to I, I, I don't care how bougie this sounds. I have candle come back on insurance. I know. I know. But I don't care. I work hard. I work hard. And yes, I have candle come back on insurance. Look, I work hard. I work hard. I never forget. I don't, I don't forget where know, I came from. I don't come but to your yes, work and slap the I dick do out have Candle come back on insurance. I, I just got an email. They're offering me Candle <laughs> Comebacks insurance, and I'm upset. 
because I didn't know I even need that. Like, and I'm gonna. Are you guys the person? Are you are you guys getting this robocall spam where it's like a candle is coming back on in your home? (laughs) Yes, we're concerned about your candle. You better give us your social security number. Advertisements from Simply Safe all the time. Like, are you paying too much for candle to come back on insurance? Yeah. Well, too bad. Well, go fuck yourself is what it says. And I'm like, well, okay. Look, and people are see, saying what they're going to do. They're going to see our listeners are going to say, okay, they say, have, uh, have a good rest of your Hanukkah. Thank you so much. And then they said, just to go deep into our app to see what our listeners It says, Weba. And it says, I had my cheese our- for dinner. Alexa blew out space candles. Guys. Oh, so they're just somebody keeping the minutes. Galactic, galactic incense. <laughs> Somebody's keeping the minutes. Time to Legal proceedings have begun and your candle's still. coming back on, unless you call now. <laughs> Thank you. All right, guys, I'm going to end this hell. <laughs> All right. Thanks for having me on. I, I adore you, you both. Thank Merry you so Christmas. much. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. I adore you, too. Thank you. Happy one that you like. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Boehm. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.